females don't have the right? The following film has not been rated <laughs> by the Motion Picture Association of America due to explicit sexual content. Explicit. Sexual content. Is not intended for viewers under the age of 18. KTBR Break Room! Hit the drum, I get wicked! Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. You're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're in your late 60s, early 70s. What's the secret? I don't dare tell you. (laughs) No meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. Okay, I think. (laughs) That was great. I actually heard that. Our world is in peril. Gaia, the spirit of the earth, can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet. She sends five magic rings to five special young people. Charles. From Africa, the power of Earth. From North America. Mark Hudson. With the power of fire. From the Soviet Union. Dirty, dirty Dustin. With the power of wind. From Asia. Thomas the Tank. America. Purvis. With the power of heart. That guy? When the five powers combine, they summon Earth's greatest champion. The Break Room. Go the Break, break room. room. The power is yours. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Can we get to the top? Walker. Valentine's Day episode of The Break Room. Episode 214. 214. It's June. It's a belated Valentine's Day episode. Very, very so. On this episode, we are going to be declaring love for each other, for other people. We have abandoned all hate. For this episode. I don't know about that. I don't think you checked the show list today. <laughs> we have a list? That doesn't really make a uh, good show if we don't have any hate on it. Hmm. Well, it's not true to our foundation, that's for sure. It's really not. It's not one of our... Hate is not one of our four pillars. Glad to know that's that we have a Dustin bullshit. cough in there now so that we can just play coughs relentlessly all the time <laughs> by all three of us. Absolutely. <laughs> we can have all kinds of Mark throat clears. We can just throw everything in there. <laughs> just make an entire two-hour podcast out of that. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure we'll get there eventually. We might. So, how was your week, gentlemen? Hey, did you? Been pretty rough. Yeah? How so? Want to tell us about it? It's been a tough week at work. No, I don't really want to talk about it. Autoerotic? <laughs> no. It's been a really tough week at work. What a bad fucking week? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. You going to quit already? Quit early? Quit already. No, I'm not going to quit. Just really tired. It's going to fight through it. Yep, 
which I'm pretty sure that's never been the word or the phrase. It is now. No, no it hasn't. It will be now. Who was that? God damn you. Andy. <laughs> Females don't have the right. Sure you don't want to get into it? We got a little tender music going for you. No. I'm really good. Mark will harmonize with you. I'm just going to try no. to drink some of this really quick and get to feeling better. Fair enough. What do you have a bottle of arsenic? harmonize. That's going to be rough. What do you have a bottle of arsenic? Don't, don't end it all. It's not a bottle yeah, of arsenic. It's just whiskey. Oh, I saw there's a arsenic new... Arsenic doesn't have like a... I saw there's a new flavor of that. Gun click. Uh, <laughs> 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 I saw there's a new flavor of that red stag coming out. What's the flavor? The um, pink stag? I can't remember. Like cherry no. or raspberry or something like that. Oh, okay. We'll have to mix that in. Have Works to try Mark with the cinnamon. What do we have? The honey I wasn't really that fond of. Other than that... That, that was Jack Daniels, though. That, oh, was it? That's yeah. right, it was. Yeah, that red stag stuff's pretty awesome so far. Yeah, you guys like the girls' drinks. The girls' whiskey? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, compared to yours, yeah. Probably. That's true. The pure gasoline taste the that you most, prefer. Part yeah. of my rippling manliness comes directly from my straight <laughs> whiskey consumption. You're under the mistaken, uh, mistake that you have rippling manhood. <laughs> whatever the hell that is. You've seen it ripple. In certain, certain circumstances. I've heard it ripple up against uh, cars. Exactly. <laughs> Your back bottom manhood. <laughs> <laughs> that will buffer the side of an 18-wheeler <laughs> when it gets going. <gasps> Just walking up and down the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost done with the right side. <laughs> Why is there a gun yeah. like in there? What's wrong with your anus? <laughs> You're gonna like threaten it to get it to work at full capacity. <laughs> Pull the trigger. You better get going. <laughs> Pull the trigger to fart. <laughs> That's not pulling a trigger, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's cocking the butthole. Whoa. Well. <laughs> Preparing the butthole to How fire. How does that work up against an 18 wheeler? <laughs> no way to know. Prepare to fire. I don't know. <laughs> does anything ever make sense? No, not really. Look at this guy, Thomas. And now it's time for another episode of the High Class Podcast with your host, <laughs> Professor Waldorf Germanium. Hello, break room. Professor Germanium calling. Marcus, would you like to explain the meaning of this? I wonder if we'll ever hear it's from Dr. Germanium again. I did not spend all my years at Monocle University studying the mustache arts to be referred to as a doctor. I am a professor. Please, check yourself before thou track yourself. This has been Professor Germanium. I bid you adieu and rape rape. Join us next time on the High Class Podcast, where Professor Germanium will ask Gwyneth Paltrow if she's ever been pelted in a sandstorm. <laughs> Thank you I do for want that. to tune into that. Yes, thank man, you. it's a pretty cool show that's coming. Miss Doctor, Ger- or excuse me, Professor, Professor Geranium yes. yeah. from Monaco University. <laughs> <laughs> it's Doctor F. Thirteenstein, I believe, from the No Smegma Institute. That's his counterpart, right? So we're getting the doctor and the professor mixed up. Right, that's probably saying. what it is. Yeah, maybe we we should have uh, Doctor <laughs> Thirteenstein and Professor Geranium on at the same time. Can you do that? Debate. Yes, that's Can the it happen? Yeah, it's Can a debate. Batman and Bruce Wayne be in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Why couldn't they? They're different people. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be sad at this point if you really felt that was the case. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm a nerd. So since you mentioned mustaches, I have a Mission. just a quick thought on my mind, something I noticed today. When you guys, we all have some form of facial hair here some in this form? manly group with our rippling, rippling masculinity. I don't really, but you guys do. 
Okay, well. Okay. You have butthole you have, hair. You have more hair, hair than anybody your... on your face. Yeah, maybe. But it's not his own. And definitely top of your head. That's true. Yeah. He was Just blessed by the hair the fairy. <laughs> the Jay Leno hair fairy. God, let's go back to that. <laughs> so, one thing I noticed today is that do you guys have an annoying part of your facial hair that grows faster than the other that you constantly have to trim? Not really, because really? I just let it all grow long and then shave it all down to basically nothing and then let it grow long again. So I don't really notice. Sure, you're not. I very, do have like well this shorn. exact yeah. amount of length right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it gets longer, which it does every week, I've got to shave it because it just starts growing grows. in like sporadic directions and <laughs> like gets really crazy looking. So yeah, I have to keep it pretty short before, or it gets it just gets it's un- crazy. Yeah, unmanageable. Well, Dustin's too cool to have. He has nothing but evenly growing hair, so he's too cool oh, yeah. for. Well. To have hair problems. One thing I noticed is that in like my Hitler zone of my mustache <laughs> grows faster than the rest of my face. And is I that const- an official zone on the face? Uh, Maybe there's a I reason for the that. Hitler, just the general Hitler area grows faster than the rest. Uh-oh. And I always have like one or two sprig hairs that go flying off at like 90 degrees. And then just in general, you can see like, if you look at I'm this, it grows, it's growing faster than the rest. So I'm going to have like a really long. Like right here. there? Right up there? Right, right that up region? Here. Yes, this region. Right where the Hitler would be. Oh, okay. Anyways, it grows longer than the rest. I'm constantly having to turn it back. I thought we called it the John McKay. I don't think we called it the Hitler. I th- No, I think we call it the Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Either way. Boom, ch- boom, boom, ch- Michael Jordan's a local. <laughs> uh, John McKay is? No, he's not. How about the chaplain? John McKay's dead. I bet no one listening to this podcast Who's knows the who John McKay is. They might. <laughs> Nobody local listens to this anymore. You're kidding yourself. That's true. Mm. The numbers say differently. Are we rising in the Dallas market? I don't know about rising, but we're maintaining are we falling in the, the Dallas market. <laughs> maintaining in the Dallas market. Maintaining the three people that are currently sitting right here. Yeah, probably. That's people that listen to the podcast <laughs> that know who John McKay is. That's true. <laughs> I said. Okay, fine. <laughs> Did John McKay have a Hitler? I thought he had just more of a weird triangle. It's pretty mustache. much a Hitler. Hmm. It's pretty much a Hitler. I'm talking the true Hitler zone. That's the true Hitler zone. No, he has like a triangle Hitler. No, he doesn't. It's Weirdest <laughs> conversation ever. Jordan had a Where full Hitler. Where is the true Hitler zone? <laughs> I'm going to look up a picture of John McKay right now. No, that's not, that's a, that's not the John McKay. You spelled it wrong. How do you spell it? You, 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 you found the 49er, 69er John McKay over there. <laughs> John McKay. Consume some penis. I don't know. M-C-A-E, I believe is what it is. No, it's C-A. C-C-A. I don't need a PDF. <laughs> you need a PDF for John McKay? Let's see. John McKay, does he have a Hitler or a triangle Hitler? <laughs> does it say that? He doesn't have a Hitler? Not at all. It's just a full it's mustache. Just a, it's like a triangle. It's it a, used to be a Hitler. Maybe it's a triangle grew, bush. Maybe he grew the whole thing out now. Yeah. He doesn't have a triangle Hitler either. I feel like anybody on a local news show that's on five days a week is not going to get away with a Hitler. Michael that's Jordan's getting away with it. Bitch. Okay, he's not on a... Well, Michael Jordan's... He's a personality? Is above and everybody else pretty Nazi. much. Nazi. So. Why is he able to <laughs> want to exterminate the Jews? Whew. A bold but proclamation nobody off a choice of facial hair. It's a, yeah, that's a good question for him. It's not one that we can answer. Yeah, why don't you join the next Michael Jordan press conference and ask him that one? <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Jordan? Excuse me. Air? <laughs> Air. <laughs> Dr. Air, could you let us know? By the way, they said on the radio today that Are he earned you? in 2013 $100 million just off of royalties from the shoe. Jesus. Just, just one shoe? Just the shoe. Just, just the Air Jordan shoes. In the world. Like, no. that doesn't count the other Nike thing. I thought you meant just, like, one shoe. No. <laughs> just from Air Jordan shoes. That's like crazy. $100 million. He hasn't played basketball in 40 years. It hasn't been 40, but it's been a long time. It's been yeah. over a decade. Yeah. Will we ever have okay. Air LeBrons? The Jews are responsible. That's a good question. I don't know. 
I don't think he has a shoe. LeBron's. Hmm? Maybe it won't be called Air LeBron's. I think they quit. And this is a LeBron Jordan's. This is a good moment for someone to call in and tell me I'm wrong because Give this is pleasure. not researched at all. But it doesn't seem like there's lots of. Greta, this is him. It seems like they kind of quit with the individualized shoe. Like you've got, I can't remember. I, I think it's a uh, Jalen, not Jalen, a uh, Derek Rose, and a couple of the guys. Like, I, think, I think there's some Adidas representatives. Like mm-hmm. I think they have representatives for the shoe, but I don't think there's specific shoes mm-hmm. of that guy for that company. That guy, let us know. <laughs> Four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. Is that guy? Yeah, yes, too indeed. Bad. Too bad. Uh, Endless Pat didn't call in today because he was going to tank. Diss on us for what else? Having our research completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> or you can, uh, There's so many things. If you want to do like a doctor, or sorry, <laughs> Professor Germanian Jeez, did, dude, and email a, a, a quote in or a clip or whatever. He's just, got uh, that big flaming vagina. <laughs> you can do that at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Reach on Twitter, twitter.com slash the breakroom, and Facebook is fa- uh, Breakroom Show. In fact, you know, I would be okay with you calling him doctor a couple more times. If we had a voicemail from Ember every week, it wouldn't be enough. Like <laughs> Dr. Patrick the Tank. I love that guy. We need to get him that on more. That guy? We do, dude. We need to have all three of them on. We need to have F-13, yes, guy, me. Professor Germanium, Was it that guy? and Dr. Smegmon. <laughs> How many times have you pulled me saying that? <laughs> Just the two. I've pulled two you saying it many times. That guy? <laughs> Anti-pow. So... News. News. Get Can it. we get to the News. topic? News. 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 Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. Okay. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes. Here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. One of these days I'm going to have a major kidney failure. (laughs) It's kind of shocking that that doesn't happen more often than it does. I knew he was going to do something there, so... (laughs) I knew you were going to do something there, so I decided to play... (laughs) Drop Uh God, dude, quit peeking everything. Don't tell me what to do. Keep peeking. I'm the bus driver. I can do what I want. Out, go out! You're totally right. You can do that if you want to. Breakroom.org! Exactly. Don't we usually... have like a little under music going on now? What's going on? I feel like we're... No music bed? Really in a good... uh, In a good news segment without it. Thank you. Thank you. How are you guys doing today? Did we already establish that earlier? Anything changed? Oh, what happened? Anything changed recently? I thought you could do whatever you want to. Found a few stories today. Some some interesting, some not. So we'll race through it here because we have a very important guest coming up in about yeah, we do. 20 minutes here. <laughs> well, whatever. Keep whatever going. music you want to play. It doesn't, but just pick one. Good God. <laughs> Have you guys ever been arrested? Either one of you? Not, no. I've tried. It's really lame. Had but any, like, no. run-ins with the law of any sort? Yeah. Like, you got a good talking I, to or anything sure, like I that? Sure, I punched a lot of cops. Uh, a lot of cops. Yes. Assaulted many. Stolen cop cars. Nobody, they refused to arrest me because I am Mark Hudson. So if you did get arrested, do you think that you would protest by burning your own feces behind a uh, police station? After your release? Yeah, after your release. <laughs> but you're mad that you got arrested. Man, no, I don't. 
Well, apparently a man in Seattle thought that that was actually a good idea. Uh, it said, uh, Seattle police officers noticed Sunday at the East Precinct Station there was a fire in the alley. The next thing was, uh, basically, they, were, they went outside and they saw a big uh, flaming pile of shit. Uh, a 31-year-old man was arrested for reckless burning. So he was actually already arrested. Reckless burning. Yeah. He was already arrested, got upset, decided to go ahead and set a shit bag on fire in the back uh, with some trash bins with paper. So it was... Actually going pretty well, and I'm sure it smelled awesome. How is that not just attempted arson? How is it reckless burning? I guess because it was in the actual trash bin, and it was somewhat contained. I guess that mean it wasn't. That means it wasn't actual arson. Interesting. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the police blotter uh, said that firefighters put out the fire and hosed down the alley. Important stuff from the police blotter. There. I'm, glad, I'm glad they got those important details. Uh, and the guy was actually not referred to somewhere for a mental evaluation, although you'd think, you know, maybe he's just angry, but sometimes people overreact and would just want to do that just to agitate him, if nothing else. That was an overreaction. Exactly. I mean, are you really crazy if you handle your own fecal matter and smash it into a nice ball, light it on fire, carefully plant it? I mean, you're really just thinking everything through. Is fecal matter super flammable or something? Uh, I believe so. I mean, that's oh. always, well, at least maybe it's not, but you know, people always like. You hear about the paper bag? The paper bag's full of dog shit. Mm-hmm. I think the actual dog shit is flammable, or if well, it's just the paper bag. I mean, you can light your you can light your farts. So, but that's gas. Well, yeah, but it's still got methane in it. Your maybe. poop has methane. Yeah, I'm 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 asking from a complete place of ignorance. I'm not. No, I'm just I'm trying to. I'm Mr. Wizard. I, I'm trying to teach you a lesson. Who's never tried to light my fecal matter before? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Fuck you. It seems like something that maybe that's you should have done something. That, I mean, you that seems like week. something that might get changed around to saying <laughs> that I do. Uh, it might be. As so. someone who's stuck vegetables in my ass. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect example of fucking horse shit. Give me pleasure. Vegetable pleasure. You guys like Kevin Skin? Why are you gonna ask such weird? It questions? is my it is my favorite organ, aside from my heart. Yeah, well, they're both so, important. They're probably equally does, important. Does someone in this story not like having skin? <laughs> no, someone in the story really likes having skin oh. and other people's skin. We should uh, oh. we should rank the organs sometime. Is he a great big fat person? No, it's not that. Oh, unfortunately, yeah, we should do like a top ten way back of favorite organs. <laughs> favorite organs <laughs> <laughs> when they were developed in the wound and when they came back. In. <laughs> well, when I was two. <laughs> so Gary Dudick. Not a real name. 54 of Wallingford, Del- Delaware County, which is really spare, uh, alleged he stole $357,000 worth of human skin from Mercy Philadelphia Hospital from November 2011 to July of last year. Why do they have a skin collection? It's for like burn victims and that kind of stuff. Do they use like a fake skin? They use oh, real skin? I, apparently that's what they used it here. So do they just harve that off of organ donors? They said they have a bioscience department and they saw him take skin grafts to his car according to the court records. So he was taking Ooh. the skin grafts and uh, I don't know exactly what he was doing with them because they... For and he has a nighttime sports show now. Uh, no, I don't know if he does, but... <laughs> Is that the guy that stole the skin grafts? Let's get him for our new sports show. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <coughs> he can go by Mr. Skin. <laughs> wow. I bet he'd be sued for that, you actually. You like that? I like that. Uh, basically, he was allowed to order skin grafts uh, where he works, so I guess he was ordering the he grafts just and then just... Accumulating quite the pile. Yeah, and generally they're used to, for replacements of large infections, burns, or wounds. Huh. Sure. So, 
That's is it eventually when you have for. a skin graft? Because I don't know how skin grafts work. I'm, I'm not a doctor like our friend Dr. Thirteenstein. <laughs> when they graft skin, somebody else's skin onto you, like let's say you are a very, very pale white man and you get a dark man's skin on you, like somewhat of a darker persuasion, right? Does does it, is it always, does it ever, they I don't know. probably match the pigment they match colors or it somehow this, I don't, I know, it sounds, I know it sounds like a really, really dumb question, but I would, would you, do you have like a black guy's skin on your arm and, I mean, and it never changed, like it never, Mark, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. No, it's not a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I they were all confident of, that they're not stupid idiots. If they were all out of all the graphs and you had a major burn and all right. they had was a black guy's skin, right. I would totally take it. Now, can but I get, can would I get that a, be uh, what uh, they normally do? Probably not. Can I get a black man's penile transplant? I don't know. That'd be preferable. You probably have to ask somebody that that actually works in the hospital. Racial stereotypes are so fun. Why is it a stereotype? It's not a bad stereotype to have a giant cock. It's not, but it is a stereotype. Oh god, it's not offensive. Calm down. It's not an offensive stereotype. It is offensive, isn't it, Thomas? What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's not offensive to, to be the stereotype is you have giant wieners. No, yeah, it's still a stereotype, and a stereotype by okay. its nature is generally offensive. I, I disagree. I don't think that's a bad stereotype to have. Oh my god. There are a lot worse stereotypes. I think that's. I'm not, not arguing bad. the point, but that's not a good stereotype. That's not. Whatever. I don't think it's worth arguing about. You started the argument. I didn't start it. You started it by saying the stupid comment. <laughs> well, speaking of that general region, did you guys know that May is uh, officially National Masturbation Month? We're already out of it. Declared by whom? Uh, apparently by Good Vibrations VOD. So, which uh, I don't know what authority they May, have uh, to some uh, sort of porn channel. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really say. They just said that they declared it. Do they have the authority to declare such a, such <laughs> a month? <laughs> Who has the authority to declare holidays? Can I don't anybody? Know. It seems like on Facebook, with the admin of Facebook, now we have all of these. Like, we had the May the 4th be with you. Yeah. The Star Wars holiday. Yeah. And That's not, like, anything official. Well, just, I'm just saying, we just have all these bullshit holidays no, I'm so, popping right. up, like National Biscuit Day or sure. Cock I don't, I don't know. Day. I don't know who regulates that, if anyone. I don't know if there's a regulatory body that says... I don't think there is. We're going to get rid of bullshit holidays. Perhaps we need to establish <laughs> a get the days regulatory off. body. We need a National Center for Holiday Authority. <laughs> yeah. And we'll do it right here in the towers. That's right. We'll be in the T-Tower. This was set up to raise awareness and to highlight the importance of masturbation for nearly everyone. It's safe, it's healthy, it's free, it's pleasurable, and it helps people get to know their bodies and their sexual responses. <laughs> so, there you go. I know, I know we're already out of May, but we can go ahead and extend it into June and... Make June secondary masturbation. So month. are we all going to participate today? We might. Maybe third segment. All right. We could air that. We can do a Game of Thrones we review. We can and air then, that. That's going to be then super do a, entertaining. A three for one flashlight there at the end. <laughs> or, or a flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We could all stick a flashlight in our butts. <laughs> I guess. Why is everything from you precipitated by sticking something in your ass? I don't know, but you'll be asking everybody else that from now on. <laughs> Masturbation Month lets us emphasize how great it is. It's natural, common, and fun. So, there you go. I don't know that we need a common? focus month. Is that what it said? Common. Like the rapper. We pretty much know that, yeah, most people do that. So it's Anybody really, who says they don't especially is Especially males. I don't know that anybody. I, I, I imagine there are some people I've known that I could believe like, well, sure, just if you're don't. Like under 10. Super, super. Well, I just meant. You're talking about like certain ex of yours? Touching super, your body super is, Christian-y. The, is the, wrong way, the wrong thing to do. I think there's people that I've known that. Probably have never or barely ever. They don't. Even I remember a certain amount of guilt being placed on that when I was religious. 
Well, yeah, there's he guilt. He had somebody but... take the router when they went to work. You don't recall that? <laughs> there was guilt, but that'll I... Go to, that'll go in the Do You Remember segment for I... the next time. Hate you. <laughs> There's guilt, but I never I don't even remember that. It. All I remember is your recollection of that. I swear it happened. Were you there? Did you see it? I was there when you told me that you didn't have internet when I was there because he took it to work. You were trying not to do that. Oh. So. And that's news. <laughs> Super short. So. Well, yeah, we have a 25 minute first segment Stuff coming up next Yeah What? 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 You're listening to The Break Room Fat kids are stupid Seriously, you're standing by that? Ah. Turned him into a white walker Yeah, yeah Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinemadiabolica. Why? And look at that. It looks like we have a phone number for Maya Angelou in the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Oh, See if anybody picks up. Little dat, dat radio calling uh, God. my Angelou. It's burning my eardrums. <laughs> dat radio. <laughs> or Tad, either way. Hola. Seriously, you're standing by that? Oh. Hello? What? Who's Hola. this? Who's this? This is my Angelou. Who's this? My Angelou. Who's that? Who are you? Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 keep that. Okay, so let's try my Angela one more time. Yeah, that first time was a bit of a failure. I researched who it is now, so apparently she's a listener of the show. Apparently. That's good. Sure, I heard out go out in there. Yeah, I don't know where else she'd get that from. Well, she's in our double dead, so not yet. Hello, hello, Maya. This is Maya. Who's this? This is the break room. How's it going? You're on. You're on live with Thomas and Dustin. Well, yep, she's a listener. Dat Tad Radio, probably one of your favorites. I'm sure. That's right, Justin. That's right. <laughs> so she does listen. Yes, she does. Apparently. So what do you You're have my for us? So you have anything interesting for us today? Or did we just waste a phone call? <laughs> to the dead. I'm not really sure why you called me. You're the one calling me. <laughs> well we I like to talk to people in the afterlife, you know, and see what's going on there. Um how is it on the other side? 
Well, not quite there yet. Sitting in the foyer of the old dead hall of fame. You might be familiar with it. Not sure. That also I've... known as purgatory. Yeah. Not sure that I've heard of it. it sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> they told me you were the, the queen of it. You made some of the decisions to get people in, Justin. Well, Queen Justin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what are we trying to decide on today? Whether you're a valid entry into the uh, into the vagina and out the ass, or hopefully, well, I hear that uh, the hearing date is not for some time because you fuckers won't get your shit together. No, well, fair enough. It'll come down the pipe within no. the next uh, three to five months. I, I'm not sure if you listen to the show often enough to know we rarely have our shit together. So true. I don't know why you'd expect it differently. Just fair, because you fair died. enough. Your goddamn review was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were particularly uh, offended by Mark's review of that, I guess. Yeah, he's an asshole. I hate that guy. <laughs> we all sympathize. Luckily, he's not here, so you don't have to worry about him exactly. right now. Somebody Good. always misses it's these interviews. Show. Yeah, oh, I agree. <laughs> It'll probably get the most ratings of any show. <laughs> this, this particular segment, at least. It will be the best show, for sure. <laughs> So what have you been doing in the afterlife? Did you uh, leave anything unfinished before you crossed over? Well, right now I've uh, I've been hanging out with uh, a few people waiting on entrance to figure out if they get to slide into a, a canal or get you know shot out Brittany's asshole. Anybody? Anybody but, uh, we know? I've been uh, trying out some of my material <laughs> on some of the, the co-residents in the foyer. John McKay's Triangle Hitler mustache for one. <laughs> that, Tom Levine, creator of GI Joe. I think that's still alive. The Hitler mustache, but. And Alice from Brady Bunch. We're all hanging out here waiting to get a decision. <laughs> well, we'll have to see what happens a little bit later on down the road. We'll have to see if any of those people actually make the list. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they'll get make the point. list, but we'll see if they actually get in the four-year with you. <laughs> but for, I could if judgment. you would like. I have some unpublished poetry. Do you? That I was working on as I was right when I kicked it. And I so, was and so you I brought that with you to the other side. Let's see. <laughs> Interesting. Let me read you a few poems if you see if you like them, okay? Go for it. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. Let's make Missy <laughs> kill a homeless and then blame it on Obama. Pumpkin ear. <laughs> I think parts of that are lifted from other sources. It's <laughs> a slightly odd twist at the end, but... I think a lot of that is lifted. It's a, uh, yeah... With crazy ending in there. <laughs> Absolutely. It's art. It's art. And not a happy ending either. <laughs> for sure. Let me give you another. Okay. See if you like this. Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. Look at these. <laughs> I took my bra off. Do you want some blood milk? Make violent love to me, Justin. <laughs> God. That is the only way I do it, but uh, I don't think I can do that with the with the dead. <laughs> Other than that, a very entertaining point. Violets are blue. I want to grind on Thomas the Tank Engine and have him ask me, are you a Jew? (laughs) Hitler was right. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) I I can see why some of these are unpublished. (laughs) I I don't know that if you'd published them, uh, you'd be quite as revered as you were. Probably good that you took those to the grave with you. I venture to say these will be my most famous works yet. Definitely probably would have helped our show out just a little bit. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. My last poem. I decided to take my old hit, Phenomenal Woman, and give it a new spin for the modern age. I want to get it there for the kids. So here it goes. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. 
I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, bitch, I will fuck you up. I'll kill you with this gun. I'll kill you as you run. I'll make love to you with a dagger as I'm wearing this can of Mick Jagger. I'll hit you with a brick. I'll hit you with John Hamm's massive dick. And I'll laugh and 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 laugh. Because John Hamm won't have a penis anymore. You'll be dead. You won't ever see another sunrise. Die. I think you might want to take these to the grave with you. I don't know that you want them. Oh, <laughs> and, and she's out. There goes my Angelou. Along with her terrible poetry that right. uh, should go to the grave with her. So back to the show. Back to the show. Cue the drummer, get wicked. We are back to the break room, the home of the sexiest DJs. Welcome back to the break room. Sorry, I was uh, gone for the last segment. What I had a, you? That wasn't a segment. That was earlier. It was a commercial break. Oh, whatever. We commercial break. I, we did it at 8 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I had exactly. a... Oh, well. Anyways, I wasn't here. I had we a, go in at like 10 or 11. You go in at 7 well, a.m. So we have time and yeah. wanting to do all this shit without you. I had a bowel emergency I had to take care of. That's why. We're good. Well, of course. It wasn't around. We always have to do. Yes. So uh, driving down Firewheel Parkway. We have the rare That's pleasure. That's what you're really doing. Yes. Always. Always. I always just drive down Firewheel Parkway. I had a pool table covered with laundry. <laughs> And uh, do something about circles, too. Is there something about circles? Oh, yeah. Oh. No matter which circles you run, I'm winning. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, we have the uh, rare pleasure this week to be joined quit by... bragging, and let's continue with the show. I'm trying to quit bragging, if you would allow me to quit bragging and move on. Uh, we are joined by BuzzQuotes from Twitter. That's BuzzQuotes, B-U-Z-Z-Q-U-O-T-E-S. Also known as Budgie Bigelow. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. It's good to be here. We are glad it, to have you. Is it, it good? It's probably not that great. <laughs> it's adequate. So uh, I'd like to, you know, before we get on to what we're supposed to be talking about, I was wondering, how did you hear about the show? Uh, from Hobosexual. Ah, uh, the, the gateway the for late, many people. The late, great Hobosexual. The, yes, never to be heard from again. The late, great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Went out in a blaze of glory. Was Check it a blaze of glory when he just kind of disappeared into a black hole? Yeah, like Tony Soprano. Yes, exactly. Very, very true. His show did kind of end call. like uh, Deadwood or The Sopranos. Yeah. It was kind of, mm. you know, just no real ending. Yeah. Good call. Just, we'll never know. I saw if... that from Luscious, just to be clear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. That is a non-original thought. So, how long have you been listening to us, then? Ooh, uh, months now, maybe three, four months. Okay. And yeah, I assumed you've already gone back and listened to our entire catalog, right? <laughs> <laughs> as much as humanly possible. I think we're missing the first seven episodes <laughs> still, but... Listen to all 150 Dave episodes and then yeah. everything since the Mini then. Sharks, the Thumbs of Furies. Yeah, exactly. Our many, many iterations. <laughs> so uh, a large catalog to go through. It is. It is. It's very daunting. And very, very daunting. Probably really not worth it. Probably not. It's really a <laughs> tremendous waste of your time. Um, what so is, What is a podcast, though? Like the definition from Webster's? Or? Technical it's explanation. entertainment that wastes your time. It, it, why is it a waste of time? I thought he was trying to be deep. Yeah. Me yeah too. No, no, no. Not <laughs> at all. I mean, we teach like, people why are we here? a lot of things. Okay. I mean, we've taught people today about triangle Hitlers. 
published my Angelou that later. Yeah, we talked to my Angelou. Yeah, we did do things. We did do those things. What's she up to? She's double dead. Not much. She's, in, she's waiting to get into the double dead hall. <laughs> Nothing of fame. good. She does have some really, out. really bad poetry, Budgie. But you'll find that out later. I found it quite original, inspiring. <laughs> of course, no. you do. It you definitely wasn't original. Being dead? What is it? You'll never get Oprah to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel confident that won't happen when I die. I doubt she'll, yeah. talk, I doubt she'll talk about me. I much. second that. Hey, don't underestimate the impact of our deaths in the world. Yeah. Today I shouldn't have talked like that. i got to get my book on her book club somehow. Speaking of books, if today you want to... on the O Show... Would you like to retract that? <laughs> today on I the O Show... retract any negative thing I say about that fat bitch Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure she calls it the O Show. Today on the O Show, the death <laughs> of Dirty Dirty Justin. <laughs> and his adventures in nursing school. Exactly. <laughs> the new book that How comes out this do? week. How good did he do at soccer? So uh, tell us about your book. You just mentioned that. We should... Uh, Go ahead and talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd nowhere for no apparent reason. Yeah, of course. That, it wasn't like it was a planned transition <laughs> no, at all. No reason. No, not, not at all. I didn't <laughs> force my way in there like sure. that at all. <laughs> so tell us about your book that you didn't wedge in at all. Uh, I'm finishing up now. I got the edits. Uh, the book is called Askaroth. It's uh, the story of Cinderella told from the viewpoint of the demon that was manipulating her life all along. And uh should be out Friday the 13th if all goes well. Who are you publishing through? Are you self-publishing? Through Amazon yeah, self-publishing through Amazon. Okay. Is that, uh, I guess, well, rent to be seen. I hear that that can be quite the lucrative platform, so good luck to you I on hope. that. I hope. I haven't done anything yet. This is my first. If this one goes well, I got another one playing called Desperately Seeking She-Mail that I wrote a, <laughs> like a year or so ago. What's that about? <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. I was like. going to say, what do you think it's about? <laughs> Should be interesting. Yep, you, it's very good. Do you have a lot of She-Mail experience? Unfortunately, no. I had to. You were, had to you didn't go into the field. Do, you didn't go into the field to do research. I should have. That is unfortunate. Listen, Thai lady boys. <laughs> well, there's no Thai lady boys in this one, but maybe in the rewrite, I'll add some. <laughs> maybe that's the sequel. <laughs> that's that's what seeking Gmail too. That's what gets you <laughs> into the Oprah Book Club. Yeah. <laughs> include that exactly. Boy, I would, I would watch an Oprah episode that featured that book club title. <laughs> that's yeah, what I seeking Gmails too. Thailand lady boy. Didn't that feature Oprah's vagina? <laughs> <laughs> and then have that drop somehow mysteriously played during the show. Yeah. Well, exactly. Mark, well, Mark in studio yell that out. <laughs> Recreate it. I don't think anybody but us are going to laugh at that, though. <laughs> That's fine. That's all right. <laughs> Surely there will be somebody that laughs at it, not just us. Maybe. I don't think it's a live show, though, so I don't think you're going to see it. <laughs> they, they might crop it out. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> No, but that's coming down the pike. The one that's coming out is Askaroth, the uh, Cinderella demon story. And what's the date on what's that? The significance of telling us that? Friday anyway. the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. And uh, what's your price point going to be on that? Uh, two ninety nine. All right, there you go. Nice. Two ninety nine. Go to Amazon. Friday the thirteenth. Two and get Askaroth demon. The first yes. work of okay. Budgie Biglow. Are you going under the pen name of the Gnome de Plume of? Let's clarify that. Yeah, or is this your first work as Budgie Biglow? Yes, my first published work. I have a bunch of stuff on my blog site, budgiebigelow.wordpress.com, but this is my first venture into publishing. I feel like that site is just a rabbit hole that would take hours to go through. It is. Just just looking at you on Twitter. That's kind of the end point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the entire point of the show. I feel like I never come back from that. The first page is the table of contents, so you could just scroll through it. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. 
That's with right. she, with she nice. As a potential reader, I appreciate that. Yep. Is desperately seeking she mail chapters up Whoa. there? Are they? Yes, desperately, they're still up there. Desperately seeking she mail. <laughs> desperately seeking she mails. As you well know, Mark becomes more slurry as the uh, right. show continues. I don't know why. As he consumes more whiskey. Yes. My manly rippling whiskey. So I, I guess... can't wait to unveil that one. Uh, Vagabond Saints did an awesome cover for Desperately Seeking She Mail, too. Man, that guy's quite the. Uh, that guy's got quite the catalog going. No kidding, of, he's quite the machine. People and books. Oh yeah, and... he did. Uh, he did all the headers for Askarov as well. Yes, yeah, so that guy. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter dot com slash vagabond saints. He did. Our, he helped uh, create our logo as well. He did it. He did it. Well, I guess we should uh, get right to it then. Yes. The main Jeez. topic of the show, which is tree houses. So I had a tree house talk the other day when we were shopping for our next piece of real estate. To build my ever-expanding empire. Pretty much said, weekly. Not without a treehouse. No matter which right. side you run, I'm winning. I was looking for my own treehouse. My FICO <laughs> score says I am in the above-average territory. It's because of all your property that you've been exactly. successfully buying and selling all the years. You think they would weigh it down with all my credit debt. But, uh, no, I was. Uh, we were oh, driving right around here? the neighborhood uh, that we were seeking a house in, and there was a kid that was on a Vespa. And he had a massive I'm pile. Down Firewheel Parkway, not Firewheel Parkway. <laughs> it's way out of the way. He was on a Vespa. This guy, this kid, with all of ten or eleven, driving a Vespa. He had a massive pile of wood straddled across Whoa. his lap. Nice. <laughs> and he also you took note of that of like a twelve year old. That's kind of crazy. He also had piles of wow. lumber on top of that. <laughs> Anyways, that's not going to be played again. Anyways, he had massive wood, and it was obvious he was he was going towards this. This field area, and he's obviously spread he, wide. he must have been going to build some sort of fort or treehouse. And it made me think back to my own days as a kid when my our first house in Abilene, we only had a small mulberry tree. But I always, oh. always, ever since seeing movies like Monster Squad, where they had a fort or a treehouse, I always wanted a treehouse. So my question to you guys was, what was your experience growing up with treehouses? And, and isn't this kind of a treehouse that we're it, in no? Now? And that was kind of my point: is that. As males, we kind of always seek some sort of our own little piece of manly real estate. I don't know if girls get into the whole treehouse concept as much as guys do. Treehouse now for guys is a, a media room. That's true. Uh, it's a, a man cave, a media room, a podcast. Sure. Well, I don't know. It's just that. a single Girl, guy's house. Love it for you know for for a college age. I mean, look at fraternities. I mean, they're kind of the same concept of we just saw neighbors. That's right. Uh, but he's ejaculating not to cookies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that does happen. I was never in a fraternity. So I never I was know, either. You missed I, out on that particular endeavor. That's unfortunate. That, is that part of the hazing is ejaculating on cookies? Yes, yeah, the ookie cookie. Look it up. <sighs> I'll just trust you that it happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to look it up. <laughs> I don't need verification of that. Perhaps uh, I will surprise you one week with your hazing ritual, Dustin. Or Justin, as I should say. Oh, now He's going to show up with a box of cookies. We'll know to avoid it. Never to eat cookies from Mark. <laughs> I'll eat it after you do. But the fraternity is kind of a... a like after he eats it and baby yeah. birds it to you? I mean, baby bird it to me. Yes. It may have a creamy center. <laughs> That's less gross to me than the ookie The Mark's cookie. ejaculate? Yes, yeah. I agree. He fills in all his own Oreos. <laughs> I'm a young male with a penis. Chocolate Oreos. I feel like that's not going to be hard to see, though. I feel like it's going to be like, on a cookie? doesn't yeah, look probably. like the normal cream filling. <laughs> but it'll be the Russian roulette of cookies. So some will be ejaculate. Cream? Some cream? will be cream? actual cream. <laughs> that's a good game you guys should play on the air. Cream? <laughs> a blindfold taste test. Mark's ejaculate Does cookie Russian roulette. Kind of like right. the bad tasting jelly beans back in the day, but <laughs> yeah. way worse. 
Way worse. Does this have sperm on it? Does this taste like Mark's semen? <laughs> God, is this glaze or sperm? <laughs> it's the worst game ever. Yeah, glaze a donut, sperm. too. Does it have sperm in it? <laughs> so the fraternity is kind of a, a, a representation of the treehouse as well. Kind of. So what is, it about, what is it about that, about the concept of the treehouse or a fort or whatever you want to call it, that's so appealing to guys in general? And what was your experience growing up? As a kid with tree houses. Well, I didn't have any trees, so Ooh, <laughs> we had trees, but we moved into like a new neighborhood with young like they were brand there was one in the back and one in the front and they were like brand new. So they never like <laughs> they never like got big enough to put tree houses in or anything. Yeah. So I tried to dig a bat cave in the backyard though. <laughs> you tried to build a bat cave? <laughs> yeah, we'll dig Mark one. Mark that. Uh, how far did you get down? Oh, probably about three, three and a half feet. Inches? <laughs> three inches. No. Was so it for Midget Batman? So then there's just this... <laughs> yes. Did you just curl like up in the dumb give-up hole in the backyard for forever? <laughs> did you just sit in there with failed smile? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't, never, I didn't ever sit in it. I was just saying, like, I was going to dig a whole cave under the under the house. And yeah, like a towel with happened. eye holes cut out with, like, little fake bat ears on it. Bunched up. And you just hit it a hole in the back. You got to trick up my story to be way cooler than it was. I think we're telling the accurate representation of it. That's the that's the secret part that you don't want to talk about. So the groundhogs kicked him out. <laughs> Anti-pal. Well, looky here. Yeah, I never had a treehouse. Never had a tree that could support a treehouse. The mark you already said you didn't have one, right? Well, I didn't so, when I when I first segment. became aware of the concept of treehouses. <laughs> I didn't with my many many fathers that I had with from the many many marriages. At I one mean, point, uh, it wasn't like you had fifteen. <laughs> I had Let's enough. Not be ridiculous. I had enough to not it was like be happy. Six, wasn't it? <laughs> Three. <laughs> no, there were. Mom got around, huh? I think there's seven <laughs> between my parents. I think there's seven marriages there, something like that. No, no, no. But while you were living with your mother, well, no, that was there was three. This was father number three. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, your I'm now on father number four. <laughs> yes, she's on. Okay, he's not your father though. Stepfather, and you don't live with him. So I'm a, we were talking about I'm that on, kind of. I know on stepfather three. Ask him, and he is his father. Father number four. So yes. Anyways, when I was on father number three, stepfather number. Two, uh, we went. We were in this really, really as as you guys know, really, really low rent redneck house. How do you, motherfucker? We described you somewhat. had your own story. I did. I did have my own story, but we lived I next had a pool to table covered with laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I had that, and <laughs> I was next to a field that was full of uh, oil equipment. That was <laughs> it was used oil equipment, <laughs> and some of these were like. Uh, they I were, like how Dustin laughs only because he's like, sweet, I'm going to pull that Another later drop. and totally make that into a stupid douchebag or anything. So there was a tree in that field, and I tried to build a fort on that, and it was the most worthless fort. It was like one two-by-four? Like, no, it was more than that. It was across a couple of branches? It was, yeah, it was, it was probably five or six, but none of them were symmetrical. There was no, <laughs> there was no weather stripping. There was no seals. It was just a... Very janky platform that one could sit on very precariously. Yeah. Then did you I, ever fall out of it? Oh, I'm sure I did. There's no doubt. <laughs> it was in a giant, a big mesquite tree, and as you know, mesquite trees are not that big. No, they're not. But uh, that would that served a, a or purpose for a while. Sturdy. Sturdy. They're, not really, they're not really good for climbing. No, they're trees. they kind of hurt. Uh, but yeah, that Abtown was famous for the uh, for the mesquite, the scraggly uh, trees, yeah. everywhere. Mesquites, yeah. yeah. So that was my first attempt at a treehouse. The second was I gave up on that concept and i moved in myself into the oil equipment and that's where i stored all my porn mags in the oil equipment in the oil equipment <laughs> there were these things that they appeared to be some sort of portable uh like a 
a room that you might sleep in or like there were, cause there were like lockers and stuff like, like that. This. And they, I guess they move them off on and off platforms or something like that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. At any rate, they were abandoned. Nobody. And there was an oil company that owned that field and they just stored all the used equipment there. Did you Next use our, the oil for lube? No, there was no oil to be had. So I just had to use my hand and blood. Um, oh, that sucks. So this house and was, his tears from his failed tree house. Well, <laughs> God, I, this house was stuck between. On one side there was the abandoned oil equipment. On the other side there How was the. How old are you to be spanking it to porn mags <laughs> and at the same time cry about the failed tree house? Twenty-two. <laughs> exactly. So is there is there an age limit on that? Say so this house was situated between a cult and an oil field. So. Um, it was there was a cult. cult over there. There was a there was a cult on that. one side. And then there was the abandoned oil equipment on the other. The so name of that anyone wants group. to look up House of Yahweh, House of Yahweh. active cult yes. in Abilene, <sighs> which they it was led by David somebody or other, somebody Hawkins, Hawkins, and they all had to change their last name to Hawkins. But at any rate, that's another story. The dairy. Time. Yeah, we'll go ahead and throw yeah. that into do you remember? because yeah. a couple Good of them call. work for me. Um, but anyways, and this oil field equipment is where I made my fort, and that's where I stole all, stored all of my porn mags that I would I would acquire from my older stepbrother. I would steal his porn mags and then go store them in my treehouse. <laughs> So that was pretty much, pretty much just a spank bank, a literal spank bank. And there wasn't much else to do there. I mean, it's not like I was defending territory from bullies. Did you hang or, up a sign? No, I didn't hang up a sign. No, Mark's spank bank? It was being more <laughs> circumspect than that. Mark's spank oil equipment? Yes. My spank oil equipment. So, Dustin, what was your experience with treehouses? I had no treehouse at all either, but uh, what I did have in front of the set Ivanhoe house from last week... Mm was there was a tree that was set perfectly for climbing. I don't know what kind of tree it was because it ended up dying. Yeah, exactly. It ended up dying in high school On at some Ivanhoe point. Oh, yeah. The luxury Marcel. street. <laughs> yeah, in front of Marcel's house, there's this tree I used to climb. <laughs> but uh, it actually, I could climb almost, that tree had to be, I don't know, 12 feet tall. I don't know. Really tall. And it actually had climbability all the way to the top. So I would climb up there and, like, turn it down, check out the neighborhood and hang out up there. And just thought it was awesome to be able to climb all the way up there. And <laughs> but you didn't establish an actual fort. I never put any failed boards up there or anything like that. I just climbed up there and looked around. That was about it. So that was my failed tree house. My Buddy, failed tree story. It's a great, great topic. It's not my topic. It's just my entry into <laughs> hey, this crappy so far, topic. It's... All right, Budgie. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> all right, Budgie. What's your experience right, with treehouse? I never had a treehouse either. <laughs> awesome. So, but me and my friend stole one. <laughs> wow, that's a story. You stole, how do you steal a treehouse? Well, I had this buddy. He lived in a he lived in a trailer park. So me, him, and a bunch of the other idiots who lived in the trailer park. How do you, we, motherfucker? <laughs> we'd go into uh, this farmer's land and just hang out and do stupid shit. We used to hang out in his chicken coop all the time and just... Touch each know, other? It, what's that? Touch each other? No, we didn't explore each other's bodies so much later. <laughs> but it did oh. happen at some point. That's the important part. Yeah, well, I wasn't there for that part. The oh. other homos were. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, so we found a fort that the uh, the farmer built for God knows what reason, probably for uh, sodomy of some kind. Hey, you little champion. Yeah. <laughs> and we just kind of took it over and just hung out on there until he uh, caught us there one day and got pissed off and burned the fucking thing down. Wow. <laughs> wow. Really? That is an overreaction. <laughs> Good I'm God. sure if we were there, he would have killed us, too. <laughs> wow. That did he find your body juices there, or what? How did he know that you guys were there? Uh, one, of the, one of the idiots from the trailer park went in there and started smashing everything up, and I guess he must have uh. went in there and found everything smashed and just fucking went nuts and burned it himself. Gotcha. Okay. Other when he was smashing things, maybe it was just like a really angry masturbation session. Maybe there was sperm all over the place, too. Perhaps he was a violent lover. Yeah. Still seems like a really big overreaction. 
Yeah, all it does. Those mother... I'm going to burn this whole fucker down. Fuck these motherfucking masturbatory guys. I'm going to burn this <laughs> shit down. Well, he's a farmer in a town that had no farm. What the fuck else is he going to do? <laughs> Good point. It yeah, takes a special go. guy. There you go. <laughs> kind of low rent at that point. That's really yeah. low rent, actually. <laughs> so we obviously have kind of a um, treehouse atmosphere here with the show. Just wondering, what do you? Did what, is, what is it about guys that they kind of want? I mean, it is kind of a treehouse. It's yeah, not, it is. It's not like we sought to have a lot of women join this. We're all in a sweaty podcast room here. Sweaty podcast room. The, the sweaty tea tower. <laughs> that's true. You <laughs> think what, we could? What women want to be a part of this, though? I mean, that's probably true. That's an excellent point. You think we could have spent some of the money not building the second break room tower that we don't use and put in a AC, really powerful AC not, unit? Not build in the, the first tower. Perhaps we could have not built the B tower. <laughs> exactly. Put it in a window unit. <laughs> Yeah, at least the window unit. We could have afforded that. It's 90,000 degrees here. <laughs> hey, you just hang a window unit. Just stick it in the uh, in the dish pan over there to drain. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, exactly. Just turn it on. Oh, that works. So what is it about guys, though, that seek the... Uh, is it? Is it... It's got to be something... I, do, like I, a, don't, but know. I don't know. It, it's just something I, that it seems like every... Some kind of camaraderie not every guy, thing that most guys a lot of guys, guys like. To. Yeah. I yeah. think it's some sort of deep-seated instinct to... Have your own private place to masturbate. <laughs> and shame. It is yes, important to have it that cry. private. But together, you want to masturbate and shame together. I mean, who's going to argue that that's important? That's very yeah. important. I wish I had a place that was halfway as cool as an old oil rig where <laughs> <laughs> nobody else was and I could store my porn mag. No, I just masturbated in the side yard. It's way worse. <laughs> you did? No, I didn't. Oh. You did, didn't you? I really You did. masturbated in the side I did yard. I smoke in the side yard. With Evan in, Christian, in, didn't you? In your side yard? <laughs> I did smoke in the side yard. But I did not. By smoking, you mean masturbating? No. Uh, I think he means masturbating. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> that dirty Justin. Oh, that was for off air. Sorry. Smoking his own pole. <laughs> God. <laughs> that takes skill. <laughs> He's missing a few ribs. Yeah, who's going to say? Had an accident as a child that allowed me to do that. But he did lie to work for Cirque du Soleil for a while. It was weird. Someone would shine a light on me when I was doing that. My eyes would like glow like a cat's, and I'd run away into the night. (laughs) Possibly, exactly. (laughs) So this is a failed segment. Damn pole smoking kid caught the side yard again, sucking his own dick. The hell's wrong with that guy? Pole smoking kid. (laughs) (laughs) He's over by that local rock musician. He's always pissing over there. Local rock. Who also comes in another guy's <laughs> parents' bedroom. Okay, nobody knows about that. That's a do you remember later. That's, that's a do you remember. God, let's forget about that oh, do you remember. <laughs> Man, oh. so many, so many stories about that guy and sperm. It's too many. Mark that. <laughs> On floors and people's socks. Yes. He spermed all over the place, that guy. The guy. Wanted to spread his love everywhere, literally. <laughs> that guy's name was Hobosexual. That guy? It wasn't. He probably would, too, though. Yeah. He probably... He probably... Hobo so... spent a lot of sperm in a lot of places. <laughs> That's probably not surprising info to anybody, but... We didn't we didn't know Hobo back in those days. That's true. That's true. So, tree houses, huh? <laughs> so, this was a failed segment. <laughs> was it failed? We talked about it. It is funny that we did talk about the segment, and no one in the conversation had a tree house. I had a tree house, I just said. You I had, had a failed platform. I had platform. a failed tree house. I had a failed platform, but technically it was a tree house. <laughs> technically. Sounds like you had an oil derrick. That's about all you had. I didn't have an oil derrick. It's not an oil derrick. Two two-by-fours in a tree. That doesn't count as a, as a tree house. It was closer than any of you guys got. You're, I mean, that doesn't take much. <laughs> no. 
It is a pal to you, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> wow. I had two two by fours in a tree. Instant tree house. Thomas was in the new neighborhood, so he didn't have any established trees. So it's that definitely like pal to him. Okay. <laughs> it was new when I was three. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, we're talking about back in the day. It was new. Back in the day, it was. It was like a 900 square foot house that housed six people. That's not fancy feast. <laughs> fancy feast. Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> you say 900 square feet? That is That is like 100 square feet bigger than my apartment that I live in by myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Uh, maybe we should move the break room towers to your apartment. Maybe it has better air conditioning. <laughs> Not letting you fuckers in there. So, tell us more about your house. Bunch of luxurious upbringing. <laughs> Both of you are assholes. <laughs> oh, failed okay. segments. Dude, it's not failed. saying that. <laughs> it's fine. It's only failed because you're killing it. Budgie's yeah. here. That's an automatic That's win off the top. That's true. That is a victory <laughs> by That's any right, other measures. <laughs> yeah. Tell him to shut up, Budgie. Yeah, shut up, Budgie. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Do you watch Game of Thrones, Budgie? No, I read the books though. No, oh, okay. Well. Did you did you know that there are uh, apparently as George R. R. Martin said this week was I was going to bring up next segment. There were well, just two books planned to yeah. finish out the show. <clears throat> now he's shooting for three. Yep. Well, that oh, makes that sense. Bastard. He's going he's gonna to croak before this is done. No, There's no absolutely. Way we're ever know how this ends. Yeah. Well, considering we're already what five years or more between, he supposedly since the last had a conversation with the producers to kind of give a summation of how it's going to go. I don't think even he knows where he's going with the story. But anyway, he's definitely a psychotic fuck, and we'll discuss that in the next segment. Absolutely. In the next next segment. segment. Yeah, when was Dance of Dragon published? It was, uh, I don't know, 2011. Is that the last book? Yeah, that's been almost, yeah, it's been about three years since that. Awesome. So he seems to get wackier and wackier as he goes, too. I think he has uh, dementia. He does, and he's got too many characters. He's suffering from Robert Jordan syndrome, so... It's like, oh, the universe keeps expanding, so yeah. I keep building on it. And I'm like, okay. If you want to keep expo- expanding the universe. those words? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did. If you want to keep doing that, that's fine, but how about we just finish up one main story? Right. And then let's spin it off into other characters. Or there you go. History or future. Why, why would he do that? Yeah, like when he can, what, when yeah. he can continue to make you cling to characters and then murder them viciously right before your eyes. <laughs> why would he do that? Spoiler alert. Ooh. That's a spoiler. I mean, that's not a spoiler. It's been happening the whole fucking show. <laughs> True. All right, well, you can find uh, Budgie's book, Askaroth Demon, out on June 13th. Find out on Amazon. It'll be priced at the lovely price of two ninety nine. Budgie, you got That's three right. buyers right here. But are you serious? And Thomas has purchased them all for us. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, today, we'll definitely dude. have you back on again when we have a more interactive topic. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hey, I can change the subject now, can I? Huh? I got a new subject if you guys want to sure. continue on. Uh, we can keep going for do a few it. minutes. Gosh, shoot it out. Spurman. What do you do? If your father gave your mother AIDS, or vice versa, Dirty Justin? <laughs> I'd probably be uh, happy that that happened after the fact that I was born. Well, that's a question, is when did this happen? Yeah, when did it happen? Just now. <laughs> oh, just, just now? Um, I'd be, be kind of agitated. I'd be mad at him, but, you know. 
It'd be I, I, really weird if any of our fathers well, the, gave our mothers AIDS. Well, depends. How did he get all of our old. fathers and mothers are not married anymore? Exactly. That's they true. all had affairs. That would be news right there. AIDS. The fact that they've gotten back together. Exactly. <laughs> mother, my my mother went from father number six. Actually, back didn't to even think about one. the fact that all of us have that in common. Yes, we That's, do. We're all orphans. <laughs> okay, well, you've taken that step too far. But I guess it depends. How did how did dad get the AIDS? From yeah, mother that, or mother I from lady father. Boy. Okay, well, how did either one of them get the AIDS? Was it from drugs? Thai was lady it... boy. Thai lady boy. Needle with a Thai lady boy. <laughs> well, that would be an interesting story. Well, I can't. <laughs> what Especially it's... if my father did Do that. Do you want to hear about your father talking about that? My super conservative father, if he was sharing needles with a Thai Asian boy, I'd be very surprised and... Lady, want to okay, find not out what happened I there. think he said lady tight boy. Lady boy. No, no, no. tight lady boy. No, no, tie. Oh, tie lady boy. Oh, okay. Don't be gross. No, I'm a, sorry. A tight boy. What do you? <laughs> tight. He got tight boys on the mind. This guy. <laughs> Don't be gross. When you get on the phone, they just come to top of mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that would be. Uh, I don't know. It'd be disturbing on a lot of levels. I don't know what Doctor? I would do about that. In the ass. My father's I pretty want to conservative, that. too. That would be weird. I don't think I would want to know either. I'd rather than just... I don't, I don't want to know, know I, that they it. have it. Sure. Perhaps not how they got it, they acquired it, though. Don't tell me the source. Yeah but, yeah, but the truth of the matter is, if they tell you they have it, what's your next question? How's your vagina? Probably. That would be my next question. <laughs> well, that's, their next, that's automatically the next thing you go to, because then you're like, well, what about my mom or stepmom? Or, or father, father number three, four, five, or, or six. Yeah, or what about eggs? What'd you say? Well, let's assume they all have it now. So everybody Ooh. in my family has AIDS? My whole family has AIDS. I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, all your families now well, have AIDS. The truth what of the matter is, these days, that's not a... That's absolutely not a... De- that's more survivable than, like, most cancer and I stuff. I still wouldn't be I mean, happy it's about crazy. It. No, yeah. it's Only not if you're Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, if you can afford to buy the uh, secret AIDS cure, such as he has. <laughs> Thomas is off to do... I'll be back. Diarrhea. Do diarrhea. <laughs> Hit a roach with semen. <laughs> I think that is what he's doing. So what did the guy eat? <laughs> I don't know you what don't I. Know. I don't know what I would do. I mean, first I'd be amazed that yes, my parents got back together. <laughs> uh, second of all, I'd be upset because what the hell's my dad been doing? But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if he spun out of control considering his current cir- circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> considering he's on, you know, I'm on stepmother number. Hmm. Well, he's not remarried again yet. So I've only had two stepmothers. So what you're saying is your dad's the most likely to get AIDS. I think so, fathers. considering he's single again. That's true. He yeah. is the most likely to get AIDS. Yeah. Probably My out of all of us. Yeah, probably true. He I, guess, is, I guess Thomas will be second because he's also sure. single. They're but. both swinging singles. They're both on Flinger. Yeah. Hooking both up on with Flinger? Random AIDS dates. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully they don't find each other on Flinger. <laughs> Seeking AIDS. <laughs> Seeking AIDS on Flinger. <laughs> you have horny and your AIDS Females in the area. don't have the right. <laughs> what would you do, Budgie? I just not talk to them ever again. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that just shit. Just cut them off completely. Yeah, say, my, fuck you, AIDS uh, parents. Their pool recently caved in their backyard. I haven't talked to them in weeks. <laughs> just because of that. About it. Yeah. You, just, you just don't like having a conversation with them. Not about anything serious. What I mean, what does your dialogue usually consist of? When he went hey, how to you doing? Up, I clenched him off. How are you doing? That sounds like a very lively conversation. <laughs> Not too different from my own conversation with my own parents, actually. Yeah. Here's my kid. I'll come pick her up in a few days. <laughs> Thanks, daycare. What's going on with weather? <laughs> yeah. How's raining the, a lot where you live, huh? How's the weather in your vicinity? <laughs> yeah, it rained like less here. Out. Yep. That's about my conversation with my father, so I figured, you know. Really? <laughs> that hey. definitely comes up. He brought you beer and then complained about Obama. 
Yeah. Actually, he didn't this time. Did he not this time? Amazingly enough. Could have sworn he did while I was there that night. Wow. Didn't, didn't really come up. Hmm. I mean, he would have if it come up. Sure. We tried been, to stay away from politics. Had he been given the window of opportunity. Sure. Sure. Let's try to provoke that next time. <laughs> that bomb is big in Texas, right? Yeah. He's bigger than you'd think. Well, well in, in Dallas County proper. He's, in this vicinity, he's yeah, fairly he's, big, but not outside of it. Da- Dallas itself. About? He's big in the Plains areas. <laughs> oh, the yeah. city of Dallas itself is very, very <clears throat> liberal, but the surrounding counties and suburbs. Actually, more liberal. The county of Dallas is more liberal in the last election than the county of Travis, which is where Austin is. Yeah, so. Amazingly enough. crazy. How about Travis that? the Viking. So, pout Austin. Yeah. Yeah, take that, Austin. And their damn hippie Im- image. You keep it weird, we'll keep it liberal. <laughs> what would you do if your dad gave Obama AIDS? <laughs> I would definitely want to know the full story of that. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I would too. Yeah. How do you not want to know that whole story? That will probably happen in uh, House of Cards Season 3. <laughs> Obama will that come into it? Mark Hudson's dad will give Obama AIDS? <laughs> he'll, he'll sleep with both uh, Frank and uh, Robin Wright Penn Frank. At the same time, give who's, them both AIDS. Who's Robin Wright Penn Frank? <laughs> and Frank... <laughs> Then <laughs> Frank will sleep with the president <laughs> and give him AIDS, and everybody in the White House will have AIDS. Robin Wright Frank. <laughs> oh my God! Good times. All right, all right. Well, let's. Uh, let's we'll definitely have you uh, back again sometime soon, Budgie. Excellent. Before I go, let me just give a quick shout out to Cinco Fanton, his new podcast, the lovable, lovable Asshole. Yes. Lovable Asshole. Which I still need to listen to. I've not listened to it yet. Yes. I appear on episode two, getting jerked off and then blown by my wife. So tune wow. in for that. Wow. Very that was like live action wow. as it was happening. Oh yeah, we were just recording. My wife was there, and Syncopan talked to her into jerking me off the wall. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's wow. Perhaps we will we will re-air that segment next week on the break room. <laughs> if, it, if there were if there was such a thing as a podcast award, that segment would win one. <laughs> there is such a thing as a podcast award, so there perhaps actually, you should yeah. uh, perhaps you should submit, submit yourself, that segment. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I will look into this. You should. I'm so excited. Well, thanks again for coming on, buddy. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate it, man. Hey, thank you for having me. It was a Absolutely. lot of fun. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Excellent. We're taking a break to squeeze a boob into a bucket with a can of Rotel. While we're doing that, call 469-665-9827 or Skype us at break room and leave a voicemail. All the babies love it. All, all the babies love it. And now, a word from Vagabond Saints and VSTL Vestments. Take a moment to look down at the shirt you are wearing. What do you see? Is it the branding for a corporation? Are you a walking billboard to help the other sheep find their way to the same major retailer in order to obtain the exact same shirt? Perhaps you aren't even aware that you might be possibly sporting the shirts that are associated with the ever-rising douchebag movement. Maybe you're just in douchebag denial. Vagabond Saints VSTL Vestments wants to change that. Since 2012, we've been putting out our vestments to help offset the blatant hypocrisies of what people are wearing today. With our vestments, you won't be charged $55 for a t-shirt with a traditional tattoo covering it. You won't ever be assumed to be an MMA fighter, and you won't have to endorse any armor that you wear under your clothes, despite the fact you don't even actually own any of the set armor you wear under your clothes. Our vestments are just t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops without designs on them. Nothing more. 
let it be known that VSTL vestments won't get you laid, but you can sure as hell get your fuck on while wearing them. Follow us at Vagabond Saints on Twitter and VSTL Vestments on Instagram, and check out our latest vestment, The Dead Sexy. And remember, VSTL Vestments, looking pretty, being shitty. This concludes the message from Vagabond Saints. Suck a cheetah's dick. Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. The rest of the time that the show airs on HBO, with without repeating the same variation on the. Theme I bet song. we can. If there's that many of them, that's pretty awesome. I know there's quite a few we've not gone oh through. Especially if it goes for ten years. There, which we it got to a ten bunch just each. the other day. You and me listening to yeah. them. So there's there's plenty, and that's not one we listened to. So that was a this r- one just came out this like, week. I don't like that one as much. Yeah, it's a it's an eighties throwback. <laughs> Although I do love the gif of Tyrion dancing. That's yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there's another one down here with. You can see uh, Jamie and Terry dancing together. <laughs> it's really them just stepping down the stairs, but, but the way course, they do their arms, yes. of course, just reeking a gift. Or they're just going back and forth like it's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Both of you are assholes. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So here we are to cover another episode of Game of Thrones. This one is called The Mountain and the Viper. We are two episodes after this one away from the end. Have you noticed? Season. And I don't know if anybody. As always, spoiler what? alert. Spoiler well, alert. This isn't a spoiler here, but. Well, maybe it is, but um, in the preview for the next one is a big battle. Have you noticed that episode oh, I nine? See, I don't watch those. Well, episode nine of every year seems to be the one that has the big bi- battle. The episode right before the last mm-hmm. uh, one of each season. Just it's kind of interesting. That they is kind there of only have ten episodes? Yeah, oh. yeah, ten episodes per season. Oh well, because of George R. R. Martin <clears throat> dragging his ass on producing any new material. And, and as you can see, even in this episode, they are spinning farther and farther away from his original source material because really? they've got to fill time. Our, our, well, yeah. I don't know that because... I know I you don't know because you haven't read it. I, which I well, highly... you said, as you can see in well, this episode, okay. like, well, I have no clue. As Budge, you could see if you watch the show. <laughs> Old George. R, 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 George, R, R, Now, I know Dustin doesn't read, but Thomas, in the break between this season and the next, you should go back and read all the books. I since you're about to burn all your Star Wars books. Here's the thing. I keep saying I'm going to do it, but then an episode like this comes out where I'm like, "Why do I continue to submit myself to this?" Show? <laughs> I and, and I've texted several people <clears throat> essentially after this Sex. episode like, "I have never, I don't think in my life <laughs> loved and also loathed something so much in my life before." Yeah. He's not afraid to 
He's a dickhead. He's a psychopath. That's what I kept saying. He's this torturous. Week. He's psychopath. It's a very, very he intentionally existence. builds up characters just to suddenly. And one of the things my brother and I talked about this at length yesterday. One of the things he mentioned that I was like, it's totally true. Is the, the resounding theme is there's no place for honor in this world. Anytime anybody displays honor, you can pretty much guarantee they're going to be dead in the next little bit. That's why people like Sansa, who we see in this episode, kind of start to. Which never starting to erode a bit. Oh, really? Jon Snow's still around. Jon Snow is the only one who has honor in this entire entire series. Yep, he's still around. I would say he's honorable. Maybe Bran and Hodor. And, you know, you could argue that Khaleesi's honorable. She's around. Yeah, true. I mean, there's a few, but they're few and far between. But... Yeah. You know, but he gets you to like Maybe a character. It holds up. I mean, yeah. who would have expected Rob Stark? I mean, Rob Stark was was set to be well, the hero of who the would series. Have expected so, Ned? Who would have expected so Rob? Fair. Okay, you might somewhat expect Ned. I, I, I will say that when Ned Sean happens, Bean. I knew yeah. I knew it was coming before I saw it because now. I saw it way later. But no. but I, I I remember thinking this is the worst thing. Like nothing worse can happen in this show, and this show just continually proves me wrong. <laughs> like yeah. We can make it worse than that. <laughs> so you think this this? But death, sometimes they kill good people. You know, they have good kills like Joffrey. It's sure. so few and far but between, yes. though, dude. But you feel like yes, the, Joffrey deserved to die. But there is such a predominance of evil and just pure assholes that prosper in this land. Sure. And it's that's fine. It is how it is. But there's a lot just of a, fucking there's God. a lot of dick cutting, dicks cutting, getting cut off, and there's mm. you know I don't know. There's a lot people of, getting rewarded for doing those kind of things. Getting rewarded. And and do you feel like rape the death happening? The death of Oberyn Martell was worse than Rob Stark? No, but I was pretty pissed about it. I'm just tired of it. Like, at well, some they, point, it gets tired head. Like, I agree. Well, they can introduce we this character can we, can we, that has can this awesome somebody mission. somebody prosper a little bit? Yes. Yeah. They give him this whole rich storyline of, yeah. I'm going to kill, I'm going to start with this motherfucker. Yeah. Because he raped and murdered my sister and her kids. Yeah. And then I'm coming after Big Daddy. Like, right. that was the thing in the fight. Like, he's trying to make him point the finger at... Yeah. The king now, really, yeah. in all aspects, right. the, the hand. Tywin, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, and then he does basically beat the guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Which, he, of course, can only be... I can only think... Look, and I, I suppose this too. Mark, you would know this because you don't watch sports, but last year uh, the Spurs were seconds away from winning uh, their fifth championship and then a prayer three at the end of the game... Launched in overtime, they lost that game and ended up losing the next game. But I can only imagine that defeat of your life hinges on the battle um, of this that's happening in front of you, right. and it looks like your warrior has clearly won. Right. And then this is football, dumbass. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Boom, he shows off face. a little bit too much, and right. God, exactly so gruesome too. Yeah. So gruesome. So we have other events that go on through this. I will say sure. that that part was exactly true to the books. Sure. I mean. I was so happy that the emotion that was portrayed in the actual book itself was felt on screen. Oh, it the, was. I feel like that the happens screaming, a lot. The passion. Like it doesn't happen a lot. No, me? it does. But I was happy to see that it was given real justice. Like, even so, uh, let's go to the major deaths, like the red wedding thing. You feel like that was accurately portrayed? Uh, or the red wedding, Sean Bean's death, or uh, I will say this was almost spot on with the books. The red wedding was far more violent than what was shown in the books. Really, right. the stabbing of. Uh, of the, the wife, wife through the belly the that was not in the books. I mean, yeah, she, really, yeah. I mean, they she, killed her. But I don't know. I don't even think she was killed in the books. I 
for some reason. I could be wrong on that. I'm not going to say that's perfectly true, but I feel like she might not have been killed. If you want to call us and tell us how wrong and stupid we are <laughs> for not researching things. I can't remember. It's been it's been a couple years since I read that book, but... 469-665-9827. Although, uh, two of us haven't read them, so we right. can't call you on it. That's of my course, understanding. The Joffrey death was pretty true to the book. The, the Joffrey death was spot on. Of course, now, Rob also married a woman completely different than whom he married in the, the show. I mean, in the books, he married a... A uh, daughter of a lord, not a random nurse on the battlefield. She was a she was a was she a nobility? Yes, yeah, she was okay. nobility. All right, it I'll came out at some point. She was just while doing he was that. Yeah, yeah she Anyways, was nobility. In this case, in the book, she wasn't on the battlefield you nursing people. She was just in the ass? a lady that he stumbled he upon, one of his allies, and you know married her. But anyways, <sighs> that doesn't really matter. But I don't. I can't remember if she got killed in the books or not. I feel like maybe she had gone back to her yeah. father after that. That doesn't really matter. I just really feel like the, the overall thing that I keep coming back to is I just feel like, and maybe it's just because I'm too close to <laughs> the subject matter, but I just feel like it's cheap. Like, it's a cheap, they he starts these awesome storylines, and then they end in terribly quick, cheap ways, as Plus, opposed to... Oh, go ahead. And, and maybe it's just because he wants to thumb, you know, bite his thumb in the direction of traditional storytelling in every fucking capacity. Right. I was going to say, classic Thomas would absolutely hate this storyline. Thomas that loved the happy ending and hated anything that wasn't wrapped up nicely. I'm telling you right now, I hate it as much as I love it. Okay, well, but you wouldn't have even loved it back in the day. You've at least come to that part where you can, where you can oh, tolerate no, it. It takes, like, swords to be on screen for me to be like, ooh, that was awesome. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, we started off with, uh, was it the beginning of it with Littlefinger and... Well, the beginning was the Wildlings had... Oh, right, right. had In the previous episode, they had come south of the wall, and they are, they are backtracking back towards Molestown. They went all the way over the wall. Which they did. Or, no, they actually went... They came all the way over the wall. Not all of them. It was just a no, couple not all, of them no, that no. did that. A raiding team. Anyways, they came... They I got, meant with their ejaculate, all the way yes, over the wall. Yes, they came over the wall. <laughs> they, got, they came back around to Molestown, which is a... That is the town man. that is south of the wall itself. They probably shouldn't put that in a woman or a dude <laughs> or whatever, because that's going to hurt somebody. What an asshole... So they were set. They came. They they came. The rating team came back around with the grit was within the rating team, and they came back to Molestown, which is a town that's south Walmart. of Castle Black, which is on the wall. So they decided to raid Molestown, and they could have killed uh, Gilly and the baby, right? But Grit found them and told her to keep quiet. Killed Gilly's Dallas and the baby. <laughs> exactly, Gilly's Dallas. Yes. Mickey Gilly. Continuing to try to pull them out of right. uh, Blackwall. What is it called? The, the Castle Black. Castle, Castle Black, Black. On yeah. the wall. Black yeah. Wall. And so the only scene we really get of John yeah, is John and Sam and uh, Pip and some of the others. Pip and basically saying, how, we're 105 people. How are we going to defend this wall against 100,000? Uh, because they know that Mance Raider's army is coming to the wall with Which the giants and the like elf, war elephants. times in the last three episodes. Right. Yeah. So it's coming. They don't know how they're going to defend it yet. I still find it interesting, um, and obviously read the book so you know what's going to happen, but for those of us that haven't, the whole dynamic between Jon Snow and his uh, wildling woman. Former lover. What's going to happen when they actually interact oh, later? Oh, I bet I know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably, but I, it'd be nice if it was a little bit of a change up from the usual. I bet she's going to kill him. Well, maybe. I would put hard money down on that. Or, or he'll kill her. One of the two is going to happen, probably. Yeah. But... I mean, it's going to be giving George Which R. R. one do you like more? Right. Which I one do you like him? more? I will right. tell you this. I don't know because, again, this story differs completely from the books. Oh, okay. They, by, by this point in the books, the story between your grit and Jon Snow had already been terminated. Oh, okay. Oh, not, okay. not in a death way, but it, it was, they were in no way, like, she did not, again, appear in the books. Oh, okay. So far. Well, there we go. 
So, so anyways, good. It's totally completely different. different. So I have no idea what's coming. So hey, maybe the HBO showrunners will actually make us feel good once in a while. Maybe at least about one happen. character. It's not going to happen, dude. <laughs> well, who so, do we have to hang on to in this show? We have John Sh- John Snow, Tyrion. Well, do you feel any sympathy? The surviving Sansa. Starks, Khaleesi. The sur- all the surviving Starks, yeah. Arya and Sansa. Yeah, both of both of the surviving Starks. Yeah. Well, there's three of them, and Bran. There's there's three. Oh of yeah, them. Bran. Bran. I, forget, I forget about Bran, him. Bran Hodor, yeah. and Frog Boy, and right sister. Well, aren't the younger brothers somewhere also the in between? Well, there's or? there's Rickon who we haven't seen since like season one. Right. Yeah. There's who two was carted off brothers. by. Well, I guess it was last season, but he was carted off by the other wildling. Yeah. Right. Uh, whatever her name was. Let's right. also not forget the uh, whole storyline from. Uh, penis cutting guy and his promotion into the With family. Ramsey. I mean, I guess if you feel some sympathy for Theon for getting his wiener cut and you know being forced to be a, a a lackey, a slave, or whatever you want to call it, Theon was kind of a dick, though. He was a dick. He got what was coming to him, but yeah. do you feel sorry for him God, now? God, I feel like that's an overreaction. It's probably a little more than was coming to him, but he, <laughs> you know, he was well, a for wait for betraying the the family that you know cared for you and fed for you for. 18 plus years. Yeah. Yeah, true. I guess I don't... You I betrayed didn't, I didn't just, have any sympathy for him He kind of was in a no-win no, no situation at that point, though. I mean, he was trying to survive. Well, not... I mean, not the time. He was... He decided to go back to the Iron Kingdom to claim his birthright, and he turned against Winterfell. Yeah. That's true. He did. I mean, he became... Well, and, and they don't... I don't know if they explained this clue on the show. I can't but remember, but... did he but, fake kill the boys? He did fake kill them, yes. But at the same time... He also turned against and burned he Winterfell. He was there, too. Yeah, and sure. At the same time, he also... He was a pretty big dickhead when he got captured. But yeah, to be he fair, was. he was also, because of the rebellion of the Iron Islands, in the, at least in the books, he was taken as a captive by Winterfell to be raised as a sort of squire hostage in Winterfell. So, slash illegitimate son. Yeah, so you could, you could say that it was somewhat of his revenge, but then again, these people cared for him as a, as a ward, not as a prisoner. And so you could say, True. yeah, it was traitorous. And so he deserved what he got. But I still kind of feel sorry for him. The books pretty much portray Ned as a, you know, he may have been a philanderer, but a decent guy to his illegitimate yeah, I, kids. They were spot on with, with with Ed Stark in the books and the yeah. TV show. They were... Or Nedder, whatever, Eddard, whatever it Eddard, was. Eddard, and they called him Ned. But Eddard, Ned, whatever. Eddard, Ned, Nedder. Dude, never stood a chance. No. Yeah. Too good of a guy in this world. <laughs> so, Mo, uh, he Ramsey Bolton sends Theon out to masquerade and, and secure Moat Kalen, which is the stronghold between the North and the rest of the lands and the seven kingdoms. And he's a po- sensibly poses as Theon Greyjoy. Right. Because he considers himself reek now. And they essentially hand over Moat Caelan to him because he's supposed to be Prince or uh, Balin's son. Well, of course, when he does that, he gets some surrender. Then Ramsay's forces kill all those guys. Right. And as a result, Ramsay becomes a full Bolton. Right. Uh, Roose Bolton. He's no longer a he's snow. He's no longer a snow, which indicates bastard in right. this world. So he becomes a full snow as a result. So, which is pretty spot on with the books. Right. A dickhead gets promoted. Yeah. Shocker. A dick, yeah. <laughs> Pretty spot on Stay with the books. Stay tuned. There's going to be more of that. You know, and someone else you kind of root for is Jamie. I mean, Jamie's another one that... Now? Didn't yeah. used to. No, yeah. he didn't no, used to, did but he turned him around. Yeah. The lovable rogue. Um, I was going to say that the Khaleesi storyline also had some developments this week. No shit. With, uh, at the same time, we had some other stuff going really on. I was really surprised right. by that, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's true to the book. It is, but I will say that there, the, the main difference is that in the book, which they, they don't talk a lot. In the book, they talk more about magic of the world. That yeah. there's, they don't ever, they rarely bring in magic into the show other Except than the Red the Lady, Red Lady yeah. and perhaps a couple that of others. One in, stupid ass unexplained thing in the entire show. The Red Lady? Yeah, oh, crapping yeah. out a demon yeah. that went and killed somebody and then it was never heard of, never seen of, never really talked of ever again. Well, in the books, when, when she captures one of the slave cities, she 
has to fight against these guys who are simply called warlocks. And they possess Talking some sort Khaleesi of magic. Does Khaleesi does. Oh, and okay. she has to go through all these trials trying to fight these warlocks and you know, ultimately take over the city. With her dragons? Uh, the dragons appear at one point, yeah. But they don't show that, you know, obviously, in the show she at all. She has to, like, fight them? Well, like, fight them through their magical realm, sort oh, of. Oh, okay. What was that uh, thing that happened at the end of, like, season two, where she went inside the, like, inside a pyramid or something? I that was actually it, was. it, but they don't ever show that on screen. Okay, all right. Um, now, in at some point in the story, in the books, there's somebody, I forget exactly who, tells her a prophecy that she will be tra- betrayed three times. Uh, I think one of them was her brother, one of them was something else, and then one of them was Does that happen this. in the show? No, they. She's never told that. Oh. This is the only betrayal she has in the show. She's told she would be betrayed three times in the books, oh. and this is the third and final betrayal. I guess her brother was just a dickhead who got killed. Yeah, so I can't, she didn't. He didn't directly betray her. I yeah, guess. I can't remember all three, but I can't remember the other two. But yeah, I. It's again. It's been a while since um, I've read them. But at any rate, kind of, I guess he sold her off. Though, didn't sold he? her off yeah, to be married so true. that he could advance his own cause. Yeah, I guess that's. But true. this this is one of the betrayals in the books. Is the bear. Sir Jor Mor- not Jor Mormont. Uh, I can't remember his name. Anyways, either. Mormont. He's a Mormont. Yeah, Anyways, he betrays her because he gets a pardon from Robert Baratheon, who's now is is dead, of course, in season one. Long dead. And he has been told he will be given a pardon if he will spy on the Targaryen children. And he's been and uh, <sighs> Sir Arthur Dane, not Dane. I'm getting all my guys confused. I don't white, blame you. He's white beard in the book, who is also the former uh, guard, of, guard of Joffrey, yep. who was dismissed. Barristan. Barristan the Selmy. Yeah, the white okay. the, the older guy. Barristan Selmy. Anyways, he gets this communication that he this pardon this pardon has happened. He connects the dots, takes it to Khaleesi, and of course as a result she expels him from the kingdom. That's spot right. on with the books. Now she's never told that she's gonna be betrayed, but that does have the exact same thing happens. He tells her he loves her right. and he's expelled from the kingdom. So that's spot on. That was a pretty big, pretty big shocker. That was so crazy. I came out of left field. It was really. a little bit of surprise. I mean, obviously, if you watch the show, you were aware that was happening. Jorah Mormont, and then you're the aware thing. when he decided to change his mind. Right when he, when he stopped the wine. the wine from her. Right. But I mean, isn't there some credit to be given that he obviously stopped? Like I just surprised. She's no nonsense, apparently. Well, but a lot of times he's talked her off the edge. Sure. Yeah. Like it may have been the other guy, uh, Bear Stun, whatever. That talked her off the edge of continually killing the masters. That guy? I think it was. Oh, uh, Barristan Selmy. Yeah. Like she came back to that. She did. And yeah, then, she, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I would say she's become a more and more like just sure-footed. This is the way it's going to be, and I'm sure. right in my ways. But yeah, occasionally she's able to be talked off. But then we have the head of her uh, guard, the unwashed masses, whoever Great, it was that she picked up. Unwashed. Yeah. Grey Worm, the, the Unsullied. Unsullied. The Unsullied, yeah. was technically a eunuch. <laughs> right. The Unwashed. And this, this is... checks out uh, Naked Chick and has some feelings, even though he doesn't have a wiener, apparently. Alessandre, yeah. The, or maybe is... he has a stones or a pillar. He has something down there. <laughs> that was that funny. Was pretty awesome reference. Does he have the That's pillars and the stones? <laughs> uh, Do they take the pillars and the stones? That's yeah. Pretty yeah, this is something they're using for filler because they have to make up time. Uh, this was never in the books. Uh, Melisandre is there. And they actually mentioned, I think, that Melisandre actually goes down on Khaleesi at one point to, oh, well. to give her oral pleasure. Uh, really? But there's not never... Sh- not sure that'll happen in the show, but who it, knows? It was either that or when she was with the Dothraki, Why? there was somebody else. It seems like uh, Emily Clark or Amelia Clark has decided that uh, there's a no nudity deal going on with her lately because she used to do that in the first season, but well, she she did that because nobody else was getting naked. She did the end yeah. of the last season. Did she? Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay, well. Well, there, there was the rumor floating that one of the main actresses decided that she would not get naked until 
there was an equal balance of nudity in the show. Yeah. She was tired of being the only one, and obviously that points to her. That's fair. It is fair. No, it's totally fair. Sure. Totally. Hey, the guy who plays Jon Snow said he chose Wiener. Yeah, true. I'm and sure. apparently hurt him and the, the Khaleesi chick are getting together in real life. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Really? Yep. Look at that. There you go. Look at that. Hey, why not? Maybe we can see some Tyrion Wien. What? Yeah, there you go. Sure, why not? <laughs> So yeah, Missing Day and Grey Worm, they're I'm not all for it. They're not together in the books. I mean, look, it's a totally logical move and I can appreciate it and it's endearing in its own way. I'd kinda like yeah. some explanation on um you know, some circle back on how they got his girl to completely turn on him, Tyrion. What her name oh, Shay? was. Yeah. Shay. Yeah, they didn't really touch on that as well as they should have. Like so there's not gonna be a comeback to that? I don't know. I it's possible. You'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Yeah. They may they may explain it in full later. So because they didn't so really explain in full in the book. Yes. Okay. Well, explain. hopefully they do it in the show then. I'm sure they will. I I, I have a feeling they're going to because there's two episodes left. They have so many things to touch on. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. I mean, we'll we have the fallout, and you know, at, well, I know a slight spoiler of what happens also going down the road. So I yeah. do I do know there's more to touch on. Yeah. So I have a feeling they'll cover it also, but we'll see. So we go to the veil. What spoiler do you have? You want me to spoil it for you? No, you don't. God damn it. <laughs> I kind of do, though. Chewbacca's not dead, so move on. <laughs> I guess he's not anymore. He's undead. Fucking I know what happens. Even. I know what happens with the Tyrion story. That's all I'll say. You just had to find out? Well, I was, I was shared with me, unfortunately. I can tell you if you want to know, but no, I doubt you want to know. No, I don't want to know. Exactly. I don't, even if he does, I don't think that other people on this show probably want to know. Yeah. They're well, not prepared for those spoilers. Yeah, okay. Sorry, show guys. You didn't say anything. Well, uh, sorry, at the sorry same for time, threatening uh, some spoilers. We have some other stuff going on <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, in the veil, we have Littlefinger and Sansa, who's posing ostensibly as his niece. And which, by the, the last... way, I'm going to put Littlefinger in the group of people I like. I don't know why, but I like the guy. He's I understand kind of a conniving that. bastard. I but... understand that. Um, because he is... in his heart of hearts, he's anti everything that the other. What's the other? What's the family? The Lannisters, Lannisters. yeah. Because in his heart of hearts, he's an- completely anti-Lannister. That's, That's why true. He he's anti-Lannister. He's pro-Stark, but he's also kind of creepy. He's pro he's himself. Manipul- he's pro, he's pro himself. But I mean, I understand. He's looking at Sansa as the replacement <clears throat> for Catelyn. Yeah. Which I understand. You know, in the series, I guess she's all what fifteen or sixteen. But for medieval times, yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense when they married twelve-year-olds. Sure. But. What I found interesting was that or whatever time this is supposed to be, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever world this is supposed to be, but it makes maybe it fifteen makes, is adult there. I if don't you know. compare the two, it makes sense. I mean, they would right. marry young girls. It was interesting because a lot of what happened in in the books happened here. I mean, yeah, he threw out the moon door, things like that. There was no investigation by the council, from what I can recall. Could be wrong again. Always that caveat. But there was no investigation by the council. We're going to assume Sansa. I didn't feel like that was an investigation. I thought he was going to them looking for their backing, and so they asked. Well, they wanted was, to know. Kind of yes and no. It was kind of a mix. It kind of came off as kind of a mix of the two. We're going to assume Mark doesn't remember the books, right? Hey, yeah, I'm going to as well. But that's how it came off in the show. Was this wasn't like they called him in and said we need to figure out what happened. It was he's trying to get their backing. He's trying to firm his power because he wants stepson. Yeah, because he he wants to be the regent. Yeah, over exactly young John. That's what it came off as. It didn't come off like he was being investigated type thing. Sort of. I mean, it, I kind of felt like they were. He was under the gun, under the magnifying glass at the same time. They, we, yes, because they were asking. He wanted them to back them because they were saying it's it's suspicious how you just married her and then she's dead. Sure. Or 
So it kind of felt Which like they, they would right. want to know if, and if they were trying to throw, if he was trying to get them to throw their might behind him. Yeah, if Sansa had said something about him being a dickhead, yeah. I feel like they would have had some kind of action. Sure, probably. So it did kind of feel like an investigation. I know what you mean. It kind of is like uh, six and one, half a dozen the other. Yeah. That, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Because easily, if he had, if Sansa had come out against him in that moment and said this, that, and the other, that he was totally, totally good, good call. Then he would have been thrown this, out the that, or the other. <laughs> he would have thrown out the We're throwing him through the moon door. But I understand what you say when you say that you like Littlefinger. I do, too. Yeah. I liked him in the books. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little creepy. He's very self-serving, but I kind of like him. Maybe because he was Carcetti. That's why I like him, but I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's why. It's something. Something about him I like. I will say. Absolutely right. I'm not a fashion diva like Javi. Yeah. But I do love Littlefinger's jackets. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because they <laughs> remind like me of full like... full-length slim yeah. dusters. They kind of remind me of dusters from the Old West. That's exactly like, what they look like. And it, you should definitely get a couple. I need like five of them. With your little Mockingbird pen or yeah. whatever he's got on there. <laughs> Mock. Yeah. <laughs> that it was you coming. can hit a button and it plays that scene. <laughs> that would be awesome. Those jackets are kind of champion. cool, though. I'm surprised more formal wear has not been influenced lately as by Game of Thrones. I'm There's, not surprised by that, actually, in general. I, I kind of am because... Maybe there's like... I bet there's been like some, I don't know, prom themes around Game of Thrones maybe. or something like that. Well, when, when Mad Men was oh like a tremendous hit, like Brooks Brothers put out an entire fashion line based... Around Madman. Now, I know it's a little more feasible <laughs> giving the Plus overall it was real fashion at some point. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not that their fashion is that far Why off from the medieval so times. Off? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm surprised some. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want Game of Thrones fashion. Formal fashion has been a little bit influenced by Game of Thrones. That'll get anyone's tail wagging. Because those, I mean, those little finger jackets are kind of cool. I don't know. Just, just maybe. But you just said you can't find a little finger maybe jacket. Maybe bring. No, I can't. Maybe bring back the doublet. Have you looked? Me, yeah, I shop at all the doublet. You know establishments, and I cannot find a doublet or a my FICO score says jacket. I am in the above average territory. So they just send him like shit about jackets. Yeah, here's a little finger jacket, Mr. FICO score. Why you're driving down Firewood Parkway? <laughs> exactly. So I will find interesting the whole thing. I am a hot piece of ass. At the end of the Vale storyline, Sansa comes down. It, I don't know if it was just me, but it seemed like she came off as kind of the evil queen, as Maleficent. You know. She was wearing that dark gown with the giant shoulders and all that. Yep. It seemed like, in a way, that plus her lie to the council, which did not happen in the books from what I can remember, again, uh, that she seemed like she was kind of becoming a tiny little finger. I agree. This may not be the greatest And she like, ever. was taking on this dress that made her look like... I feel like she, her, her, uh, her honor is kind of just kind of fading a little bit. Like Besmirched. She's trying to, you know, fit in with this world. She's adapting <laughs> to the world. She's... Which... How can she do anything else? Her sister's doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's that how was you the other survive. We haven't touched yet. Was uh, the Hound and Area and Area? Yeah, they came to the Vale. They finally got to the Vale, and then that we're was told funny. that Lysa was dead. That was yeah. really funny. And then when she, she just starts cracking up, yeah. Hey, he's like, I, she she goes through a thing where she says she's never met her before. How do you know she'll pay for me? And then like they always pay for uh, blood or blood. whatever. Yeah. And then the guard says, "Who are you? And what are you here for?" And they tell him, and then she says. And then he says, I'm sorry to tell you that she's dead. And she just starts cracking up at Walker. Because so, she knows... Uh, what's his name? The Not Hound. Bear. The Hound just wants to get money from right. her. White Walker. We have no White Walkers. No White Walkers in this episode. Again, White Walkers would be nice to have some progression. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> at some why, point. Why would you need that? Maybe like season nine. They well, only we'll just... previewed them coming up and like they were attacking at the end of the last Probably season. season 13. <laughs> why, would you, why would you want to know anything about that? I don't know. It's crazy. It's like it's supposed to be part Fucking of the storyline. Stupid. And then finally, we end up with Tyrion and we end up with Tyrion and Oberon and the mountain, which we discussed at the of, beginning, and a bunch <laughs> of bug crushing, yeah, storylines and 
Talking about yeah. smashing Beatles that was for about thirty that minutes. I was really amused by that was not in the books. That What's was that? a that was a good ad. The the Beetle crushing storyline. Beetle crushing? When he was talking about his talking about his Oswin or the Os- guy that wasn't right Oswald and how he would smash smash Beatles all the time. The cousin. And Tyrion was gonna figure out why he smashed Beatles and all that stuff. That's right. And uh yeah, after after seeing the whole fight scene, I did need Jamie to read me a bedtime story because that was very depressing. I did not want to see that guy's head smashed all over the all over the. Uh, you wanted scene. him to win, right? I Absolutely. Mean, you wanted him to win. The only way, but the truth of the matter is, one, he's too honorable. True. There was too big of a of a of, of thing made at the last at the end of the last episode, and I will be your champion. You know, right. like like okay, well, you're dead. That would have been too uh, awesome. Yeah. And the recasted mountain is only going to be killed by one person. There's only one person that's going to kill him. Who's that bull claim? Uh, his brother. Oh, okay. Oh, you it's think gonna the hound's going to be? Come yes. Yeah. And it's not going to be like that. It's going to be a much less honorable type fashion. But, I mean, he's going to be the one that kills that guy eventually. Probably so. And Mark already knows, I guess. That guy? I do. <laughs> well, we don't have to talk oh, about that. I will not say it. I don't want to spoil you like Dustin does. Oh. Uh, did I spoil you anything? Know, that's a stupid thing for me to say because you've come to like the hound. What's going to happen is he's going to kill the hound. So. <laughs> Probably so. Anybody you like. I fucking hate this show. <laughs> and you love it. Thumbs yeah. up on this episode? Thumbs up. Yeah, it was a good episode. This season overall has been really, really good. I think it's well been done. one of the better seasons, actually. Yeah. This and one. I've liked every minute of it. <laughs> Mostly. Out, go, and hated out, some out, of it. Go. Out. All right. Gasoline. They just kill all the wrong people. Go. Out. Go. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the break room. We are your favorite podcast. You can call us at 469-665-9827. Whether you like it or not. You'd be amazed Plus how fast one, he got through the four, closing six, nine, comments last six, week six, when you five, weren't actually pushing nine, eight, two, seven. buttons Plus all the time. I listened four, to it. Because you guys six, didn't really six, spoil five, the movie. Nine, eight, two, seven. Oh, we didn't? You continually said we're not going to spoil it. So I was like, all right. I'll we tried this. not And to. then we spoiled it. Did we spoil it? Not really. You still haven't seen it, have you? No, I haven't. All right, dude. This weekend. Let's go. I could probably do that. I could do it's that. A probably. strong non-committal. Yeah. <laughs> call us and leave a voicemail at that number. You can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash the break room. Facebook is facebook.com slash the break room. And if you want to listen to wow. any of our silly bits like we may or may not have had today, then go to soundcloud.com slash the break room. We had it, it's out we, there. We don't Bye. know if it was on the show that I'll they already heard. We're on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Mark with the C. Dustin's at the WS9775. And Thomas is at Naveed Central. Don't forget MySpace. MySpace.com slash the break room. (laughs) Do not forget our sister shows, the 15 minute movie podcast, Cinema Diabolica. Don't forget the People's Broadcast. Duh. There's not podcasted since May 5th. And the Love Blast show from Syncfent. Yep. Which I don't know the URL for that, so I can't tell you that right now. And their second episode features our special guest today. Budgie. Budgie Bigelow. Oh, yeah. Getting a handjob. Yes. Don't forget to pick I'll up uh, Budgie's book, Ascroft Demon, when it comes available on June 13th for two ninety nine at Amazon.com. Out, go out. And do not forget, five. most importantly, do not forget to, if you have stickers, place your stickers out in the wild, please. And secondly, go tell a friend. If you I like our show, we'll cover with laundry. Tell a friend. We'd really, really appreciate it. That's the that's how we get to spread our range of influence. Like I feel like we should explain the wild means. We don't want them to go put the sticker in a cornfield somewhere. Well, no, I mean, place it on a visible surface that other people will see. Somewhere in the wild, the concrete jungle. Right. How's and that? for those of you who have Brickham shirts, wear them everywhere. Never wash how them, wear them everywhere. Pie? 
Actually, if you'll send them to us, we'll wear them for a day and then send them back to you. I'll wear them only in my taint. Well, White Walker, thanks to Vagabond Saints on Twitter, twitter.com slash Vagabond Saints, for helping us put together our logo. They are uh, they do a, a sale every month, from what I can kind of gather. I'll they put together an order with the original designs. So you don't really know that. It's just what you gather. That's what I gather from reading their tweets. They do a monthly order. And uh, anyways, go order some of their original designs. DDR break room. And thanks to American Rockstar for our theme song. Alcohol, gasoline, high five. Or your mother. Gasoline, high five. Out go out. Women only tweet. Go out, gasoline, high five. And the problem with doing teenagers, I think, is pretty obvious. One of these days, I'm going to have major kidney failure. Wet nuts. Seriously, you're standing by that? What I can't help that I'm cool. <laughs> Putting that beeve out. Gas online. This is Morena Bakrin from Firefly and Homeland, and you're listening to The Break Room. Gasoline, high, five out, go out. Okay. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.